0: Good morning to everyone that's here this morning. Uh, check, make sure the mic's working. Is it not working? Thank you. Uh, the children can be dismissed for for children's church. Is that better? which, know, it was there. Is that better? Can you hear me? Is it coming through? A little bit? Might just have to turn it up now. Okay, good morning again to everybody. Really enjoyed the service so far, but uh, here comes this part now, so. I wasn't expecting to see my brother here, but it's good to have Brother Ben here. Uh, Good to have him here and listening into what uh, God has to share this morning. I <clears throat> uh, wasn't quite sure. It's a little. It was a little bit hard for me to. My mind kind of goes all over the place when I sit down. It's hard for me to put put my words down on paper and to follow along. So I'm hoping that I don't go all over the place today, and um, we trust God that we'll be able to share what He has for us. <clears throat> uh, my title for the message is "Trusting God or Having Faith in Hard Times," and as. I guess kind of the reason for that or for the message is obviously the last you know, the last week or so, the last week and a half, two weeks, not sure how long it has been already, um, with what's been going on in Ukraine, um, for sure the the churches there. Their their lives have all of a sudden been overturned and uprooted and, and you know what they looked at or what their their lives their lives or their daily lives have been totally overturned and it's nothing, nothing is as it used to be. And for a lot of them, you know, for a lot of the churches, they were able to uh, get out of Ukraine, whether it was to Romania or to Moldova or wherever it was, they were able to get out of Ukraine and find safe place. But it was still, it was in somebody else's home or in a church house or it was other people providing for them. They weren't able to provide for themselves anymore. And you know, thinking of all of that, it's it's kind of the same thing. Even even before all of this happened, there's it was the question that always is in the back of my mind. Um, you know, we've never as as Christian as Christians, we've never really had to um, go through really hard times or anything that's really. I'm, and I'm not talking about. I know everybody has a story of hard times they've been through, but as as, as Christians in general in the U.S., we haven't really had to have to go through times where our faith has really, really been put to the test, and we've really had to come down and decide, so what am I going to do? Am I going to stand for Christ, or am I going to uh, question Christ, question God, and question His plan? Um, and and it, it's always in the back of my mind. It's like, you know, it, it, when the times are good, when things are going good, when we're financially stable, when, um, when we're healthy, we don't have any health issues in our families, when there's no threat to our you know, everyday comfort zone, um, everything you know—it's it, pretty easy to, to say. You know, I have faith in God for His plan for my life. I trust God to take care of me. But you know, what, what would happen? I always—it's always in the back of my mind of what would my faith look like? Um, what would what would my what would my relationship with God look like if I would be in a place where everything that I knew I couldn't—you know—the safety of my family would be in question. Um, I would I would fear for my life going out. On the streets and talking about Christ, because if somebody knows that I talk about Christ, if somebody knows that I'm a Christian, I could be persecuted for that. What would that look like? And and it's it's always it's you know I and I feel that um, I feel that I need to prepare myself for that, not because of something imminent, but because of the there's you know nothing is promised. We're not promised today. We're not promised our next breath. We're not promised tomorrow. Um, and so it just feels like, you know, while everything is good, while we have the freedom that we do, you know, we need to prepare ourselves for um, four times like that and make sure that our faith in God is strong enough to weather those things. Um, so I'd like to look at faith a little bit, um, what faith is and how we, <clears throat> how we uh, build our faith and prepare for something like that. Um, so... Looking at faith, what is faith? I was just just curious, can anybody tell me real short what faith is, or what does faith mean to you? In Hebrews eleven, verse one, it says, um, faith is a confidence in what we hope for and assurance and assurance about what we do not see. So faith is Believing in something that we don't see, we don't know for sure. We there's no proof in front of our eyes of something of of you know what what we believe in. Um, you know, just for example, and you know, there's there's a lot of things, there's a lot of everyday things that we you know that we practice faith in. We you know we get into our vehicles and we we believe that our brakes are going to work when we come to the stop sign down the road. Um, we know that. You know, you know that when plug something in the outlet, it's supposed to work for the most part. You know, unless it's broken. You know, we just we just believe we have faith that something is going to work. And in Matthew nine, just an example of that. Matthew nine, chapter nine, verses twenty seven to thirty. Um, two blind men were sitting beside the road, and as Jesus walked past them, they called out to him and said, "Heal our blindness." And so he walked up to them and he, he asked them. He said, "Do you believe that that you will be healed?" Or do you believe that I can heal you? And they said yes. And th- that this was just a, just an example of their their faith, having faith in Jesus that He could heal them. They didn't know; they were blind. They didn't see. They didn't. They heard about His works. They didn't see that He was the miracles that He was working, but they heard about it. And through that, they just believed that He would. And <clears throat> Jesus said, "According to your faith, let it be done." And we know that they were healed. Um, and faith is faith is not only believing, but faith is it's important that it's not um, it's not only we don 't only or faith our faith manifests through our works. It comes out through, um, through, through our life or inner life. It comes out just as, as we saw with those two blind men. they believed, but that wasn't enough. For God to heal them, God asked, or Jesus asked them. He said, "Do you believe?" And they had to physically, talk, they had to physically say the words that "Yes, I believe you." And it's the same way with with our lives. I believe you know, faith isn't just isn't just believing, but it's also in acting out our belief. It's all, also it, if we have faith that you know God is who He is. If we have faith that. Um, if we have faith in eternal life, that dictates what our life, how we live our lives, it dictates our paths as we go from day to day. In Ephesians 2, chapter verses 8 and 9, it says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, so that no one would boast. <clears throat> so faith is, faith is a gift of God. There's nothing that we can do. There's no way that we can pay. There's nothing that we can physically give to God. Uh... And say, here, this is from me, now you, can, you, know, now you give me faith. It, this is a gift of God that cannot be bought in any way. But if we have faith, that um, faith includes acting out by serving God and obeying his commandments. So faith is trust, assurance, and confidence in God, in the living God. And living faith is not just believing that God exists. It also, it's also demonstrated by our, uh, by our service and our obedience to God. Our obedience to God <clears throat> um, and faith is faith is a very a very important component to our salvation. In Hebrews eleven, uh, chapter verse six, Hebrews chapter six, verse eleven, it says, "But without faith, it is impossible to please Him. For he that cometh to God must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him." Uh, so we see that faith is. Um, like we said, faith is our belief in something that we cannot see, but we know that it is there and we know that it will happen. Um, how do we, so how do, we, how do we get faith or how do we go about, we know what faith is and how do we get faith or how do we, you know, how do we, you know, how do we um, go about receiving faith? Um, Romans chapter 10 verse 17 says, so faith comes out of hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. So we need to hear if, if we, if, if there's something that we believe in, um, if there's something that we believe in, if there's something that we know that will come to pass, or something that we know that will happen. Usually, it's by somebody telling us about it. It's by there's some kind of evidence, or there's some kind of um, there's some way that we came to know about this. And probably for the most, for most of us, uh, maybe not all of us, but. For, for all the Christians, at some point in their life, whether it was from when they were growing up, um, you know, their parents teaching them about Christ, reading from the Bible, reading the Bible stories, um, for other people, maybe it was later on in life, you know somebody, they went to church or somebody, one of their friends told them about Christ. Um, at some point in life, we heard about that. And then there comes a decision at some point in life, for children, when they, when they come to the age of accountability, they, you know, they, start, to, they start to think about these things they start to see proof of God in other people's lives, in working, in God, just in in, um, in things that they see and things that they see happening. Uh, they see proof of God. They see proof of what he can do in our lives. And so it's very important that us as, as people or as believers, as followers of Christ, share the word because of that. Because that's the only way that we can bring people to Christ is by telling other people about him and people seeing um, his work in our lives and in in us as, as Christians. Um, and how, how do we, once, once, we so once we have the faith in our life, how do we go about to strengthen our faith uh, and, and thinking about, you know, thinking about times, thinking about some of the ways Christians are persecuted in other lands and other places, how do we go about, um, how can we be sure that we hold on to that faith? How can we be sure that if I would be persecuted, if, if, I, would be, if I would be standing before somebody and they would give me the option of dying or renouncing my faith, how, do I, how can I be sure that I would make the right decision, make the choice that I'm going to say, yes, I believe in God, or yes, I believe that God is, you know, I'm putting all my trust in God, that God will take care of my family no matter the circumstances, no matter... Um, what 's happening around me, no matter uh, if our life is in danger, if we have to run um, how can we be sure and that's that's that 's something that I always think about I always think about that for myself is like how do I know for sure that i wouldn make the right decisions um, that just i mean it just feels like it, it just feels like that would be a terrible place to be in <clears throat> one thing we know you know it 's we're not. Nobody's guaranteed to have a perfect life and have no problem. Everybody's. It's pretty much a given that everybody will face hard times in life, and you know it might vary from from time to time. You know, on on what kind of a what kind of a situation we face. Um, but it's very important that we. I think there's one very important thing that we need to realize. To be able to work through that, and and that is that God has promised us eternal life after everything on this earth, after everything we go through, after everything that we encounter. It doesn't matter what happens to us. God has promised us eternal life. Um, John three sixteen says, "For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoso believeth in him should not perish but have eternal life." That's a very everybody. Everybody knows is very well known verse. Everybody knows that, and is a promise straight from God to each one of His believers that. Um, it's very, very plain. It says, Whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Uh, John 5.13, These things have I written to you, who believe in the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that you have eternal life. John 5.24, Truly, truly, I say to you, he who hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and does not come into judgment, but has passed out of death into life. Uh, and there's, I mean, there's on and on verses that we can go to, that verses that we can that we can read that comfort us that, That uh, guarantee us, uh, guarantee us eternal life if we if we believe in God and if we trust in Him, and and as as you know, it's our our Sunday school was very it's kind of went very well with this. You know, we talked about uh, being loyal. We talked about relationships, and. The only way we strengthen a relationship, the only way we strengthen our faith, the only way we build that faith, our trust in God, is if we spend time with him, if we spend time in his word, if we spend time reading verses like this. Um, in Romans 6, 23, it says, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God's eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Um, there's so many things that we can... That we can um, there's so many places in the scripture that we can read about that, and and as I you know just as I studied this uh, this last week, uh, it w- it was comforting to me to know or to read through these things. You know, we you know, there is a lot there's a lot to worry about in the world today. There's a lot of things that are uncertain, um, but it's it's very important also. You know, as we look at uh, our promise of eternal life, as we look at going through day to day, and as we look at the situation around us. It's very important that you know through this promise of eternal life, through this, through the promises that God has given to us, that we find joy in the situation that we're in. It doesn't matter uh, our 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 faith, our joy, our, our joy of life, or our, our joy that we have in life, in our Christian life, and the promise of eternal life, um, and our strength, our our faith shouldn't uh, it shouldn't um, it shouldn't depend. On the situation that we're in that should be that should be our solo that should be our main our main um, or center point I guess in our Christian life and when we come to those struggles when we come to those times that we question maybe I think that's maybe the second time that happened now <laughs> um, so so this you know the promise of eternal life and the joy of our Christian life should be our center point when, when we come to those hard times and when we come to you know if we ever if we ever come to a point in life that you know we have to ask ourselves do I lay everything down everything I know in life do I leave that you know providing for my family um, just our, my everyday routine everything that I know in life do I leave that behind so that my faith in God so that my my Christianity and my beliefs stay intact um and Isaiah forty-three verses one through three it says, "Do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name; you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you, and through the rivers, thou shalt not; they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, and the flame shall not consume you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior." Um. And as I was, I was talking about in you know, our Sunday school lesson. If if we Going back to that, if we, the more time we spend in a relationship, the more time we spend with God, the stronger our, our relationship with Him grows and the stronger our faith is, the stronger our faith in him, in him is. If we, the more time we spend in God's Word reading, the more time we spend um, talking about our faith with others. Um, our brother, you know, our, our church family, the more we need each other to be strong. And, I, and I've i talked with people, or I've talked with, you know, the ones from Ukraine, that, you know, they were worried about the Ukrainian church, you know, having to leave, you know, worried about where they were going, worried about where they would end up. Because if they, you know, if, if they don't stay together, what's going to happen? You know, it's, we've, I've, we've probably all heard um, the... We've probably all heard the... Um, can't think of the word right now, but taking—if you have a fire, if you take one ember, or one block of wood out of the fire and lay it, you know, down beside the fire, it's going to without without the whole fire, it's going to go out eventually. And and that's the same way, you know, thinking about the church in Ukraine, um, they had you know they had a lot of people praying for them that they would stay wherever they end up, that they would stay together in one place because if they get spread out, it's going to be hard for them to hold on to their faith without their brothers and sisters rattling around them, without being able to gather together to worship to to, um, to encourage each other, and and so it's very important for us to have somebody, you know, our brothers and sisters walking beside us to lift us up. Uh, is just another part of another part of strengthening our faith is to having somebody beside us to take care to take care of us, you know, when we feel discouraged. Because it's it, it's just our it's our nature to feel discouraged sometimes and to to feel down. That it it feels inevitable, but. <clears throat> As we and as we, so as we look at as we look at strengthening our faith, um, there's another verse, another verse in Romans, in Romans eight, verse thirty-one. It says, "What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us?" And so it, it was just it was very it was it was really good for me to. To look into this, and like I said, this is—I mean—it's a question that I've had for a long time already. It's it's always in the back of my mind. It's always—you know—it bothers me just a little bit because, you know, I, 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 you know, I see how easy it is. Like I said, it's—it's pretty easy to just go about your daily life and, you know, say you have faith when everything's good. You know, it's—it's never been questioned. It's never been put to the test, really. Uh, I mean, there's in ways that you know we don't understand, but there's so much. There's so many verses. There's so much scripture out of God's word that. Promises us that all we have to do is reach out and accept what God has done for us, accept His help because He's won the battle already for us. Um, so I think that's about all I have. I just leave that as an encouragement to each one of you as you you know as you think about think about that, um, think about the future. You know, like I said, nothing is nothing is promised. You know, everything could change overnight. You know, we could wake up tomorrow morning and everything, our whole world could be turned upside down. And where would we where would we stand? Where would our faith be? Um, would we still believe in God that God is taking care of us, even in times where uh, we wouldn't know if we wake up, you know, tomorrow morning if we're if our house is still standing or if you know if we have to run because of persecution? So it's um, questions that always are always in my mind. So um, I think that's all I have. Maybe we don't stand for a word of prayer yet.